Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show, the podcast empowering women entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and company brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the LinkedIn Branding Show. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle B. Griffin. And I'm Michelle J. Raymond. And Michelle, we're coming up to the end of the year, so you and I, were putting our heads together. We have covered so much ground in these episodes this year, and we got stuck in the philosophy of branding for a little while. So it's time to get back into the trenches and start looking at what are the ways on LinkedIn that we can put this in action. And given it's the end of the year, I think it's time that we did a bit of housekeeping. I don't know about you, but when I worked in corporate, we always used those last few weeks, pre-Christmas, pre-New Year break, that we would be throwing out boxes of rubbish and ordering pizzas and coming in and just making sure things were clear for the following year so you could start on a great foot. So I think that's a great place for us to kind of talk through today. So tell me, housekeeping on LinkedIn, where do we start? I love the term LinkedIn housekeeping, right? Is anyone even talking about it? We're coining it. It's actually finding all the nooks and crannies that you're getting the proverbial dust bunnies or things that you haven't touched or looked at. And then you walk in in this little section, oh my goodness, how did I forget that, right? This doesn't look good. And Michelle's actually been doing this probably the last week or so because she took the workbook from the brand squared and then we were doing the assessments. We have four sections that we think we need to break it down to. Otherwise, we'll be all over the place. So the first one is on the profile. On your personal profile, what are some of the areas that we need to kind of go back, double check, and either update, delete, or rewrite? Michelle, you've been doing company page. Have you touched your profile page to see if there's anything out of the ordinary? Yeah, I certainly have because I'm starting from the top. I'm working my way all the way down my profile, and then I'm doing the same on my company page. And I've really discovered some random places where my branding wasn't aligned with other places. And one of the places which I didn't even think about was the thumbnail image for my newsletter. It's crazy. I don't even think about it. I don't do newsletters often. But when I went in and had a look the other day, all of a sudden I was like, that's my old branding. That is something that I changed maybe six months ago. But I just didn't pay attention. And it's only that I've been working through things in a methodical way that I discovered that. Now, I've also been working to help another client update their profile. And one of the things we discovered, they'd won stacks of awards and there was nowhere on their LinkedIn profile that they recorded that. So I think that's another thing. It's a time of the year where you should reflect what have you achieved? What have you done? And awards and certificates, I think is a place that gets overlooked on your LinkedIn profile. I love that. And a couple of things I've been updating is that I've been in my experience section and I went and re um, wrote some of them, updated them, even the graphics on some of them, I changed out. They needed to be refreshed. So I went in that whole area and just recently added and spiffed it up. One of the things, Michelle, why I will never take any LinkedIn learning courses or, or actually put them on my profile is because one of the holdbacks on that section of rewards, you can't put them in the order you want. So when you're going down someone's profile, only the top 
three or something show. So if you have the best award ever, and it was like from a year ago, it's going to be buried. That's one thing that I want to actually let people know, because at some point, do you want that to be hidden? You could always go back and put your awards down in the project section too. So that's a little something that is like the most obscure little tip I want to give you. But definitely not only go look on your experience section, but on the media of that. Now, Michelle, did you have your newsletter or any other media in the experience section that you needed to update? When I look at my experience section as a business owner, I've neglected it because, of course, I'm not going for a job anytime soon. I've got my own job. I've got my own business. I haven't done it yet. I need to do it because, again, I'm probably underselling myself. I'm now talking to a different audience to where I was 12 months ago. So it needs to grow with me. It needs to adapt and evolve. And so I haven't done that yet. I know that I need to obviously go back and have another look at my about section. That's like a beast unto itself. That's something that I need to be in the right headspace because hands up anyone else that's out there that is thinking, I can't write about myself. It's the hardest thing that we all have to do. But my work experience, I'm going to confess, I've neglected it. Well, you know, you have a new work experience, Michelle. It is being an author of the LinkedIn branding book. So I went and added mine under our, we have our own company page. So I went and added that recently. Even if you're an entrepreneur, own your own business, there are certain things that you can act like it's new to your business. So as in Michelle's case, she was an author or you spoke or did something. There's always ways to add it. At the end of the day, the minimum thing, you should have some clickable link in your work experience if you're a business owner, because that can be a direct link to your website, your newsletter, just something that you want people to click off on. It's free. Why not take it? So that is a case of maybe you don't have it there and you go back and add it in. So I really believe take, this might be my action for the day, go to the experience section because that is a prime area. That is the prime area that if you think of it as a website, people are going to look at the top and they go straight to the experience section. When you think about it, Michelle, the about section, you have to click that on. It gets buried. So I would say all eyes are in that. So profile section, definitely take a look at that. And, you know, another thing too, Michelle, that's something that I think I took off in mind is the services area. Have you updated your services area lately? Not lately. I think in general, I could say my profile hasn't had as much love as it possibly should have, especially while we were focusing on getting the book done. And I'm sure that people out there are listening. You've got your equivalent project to our book. When we wrote the LinkedIn branding book, we're in the deep end. But most people, we always have projects that are always going to be happening. The reason and the benefit for going back and really updating all of these sections, and again, it's going to be my own personal action that I follow, is that LinkedIn uses all of those sections to kind of verify how you relate to your industry, how good you are, how connected you are, and that impacts what search results you're shown in. So there's an absolute benefits of going back and really making sure that this reflects clearly who you are, what do you do, who do you help? And LinkedIn will help support you showing more searches. And that's ultimately getting discovered on LinkedIn and having a brand that attracts the right audience. That's the benefits of doing this extra work. I would also say that there's pretty much a few areas like through the work experience, like through the about section that I 
I got to go back. It's just that simple. There's no sugarcoating it. There's no other words. I just need to go back and say, who am I going to be for 2023? Who do I want to work with? And really make sure that the words I use reflect that and also don't undersell myself. I think if I had a dollar for every profile I saw where people grossly undersold themselves, I think I'd be really rich. How about you? Oh, absolutely. That's one of my loves is helping people really show their best light by digging all those credibility currency things they have that are just locked inside of them and pulling it out and making them really rich with authority and credibility. You know, I love finding those for you. Like, Michelle, where's this? Where's that? Where's that? As much as you have it on your website, your LinkedIn profile should be equivalent. So this is a great time of year at the end of the year to say, okay, where have I spoken? Where have I been on podcasts? All the projects and all the articles, there's a wonderful section at the very bottom that we can add. So this is another good reason, not only just to clean house, but to take stock and let's give ourselves a pat on the back and let other people know all the good things that we've done. As Michelle just said, it helps our authority. It helps our searchability in LinkedIn and just helps that first impression. So now that we've got a really good guardrail and what you should look for in your profile, we're going to go to the company side of things, the company page, and Michelle's going to lead us into where she's been working and where she recommends we take stock for this year. As the company page queen, here are my best tips that I can give people. Number one, I want you to go back and check your page setup, right? So LinkedIn has given us new features like the work commitments, the workplace whether you're a hybrid or remote, those kind of things, we've got a couple of new features in that space. When you complete your company page set up 100%, you are given stats like 30% more impressions. You show up 11 times more clicks per follower. So there's all kinds of reasons that making sure that your page is set up right. Most people, when they set up their page, we quickly followed things. We got our logo. We updated our LinkedIn profile and ignored it ever since. I personally, again, I've been growing and evolving so much this year and I went back and rewrote my about section. I also redid my banners and that's something that I'll do for my personal profile in the new year as well. Refresh it. You know, what's current right now that you want to talk to people? Like that is so much real estate on your company page and your profile. I know you and I are pretty obsessed with changing those reasonably regularly. For those that haven't, what do you want 2023 to be for you or your business? So there are a couple of things. Page set up 100% complete and the about section, making sure that it's really, really clear, not just who you work with and who you want to work with, but what makes your business different? What is it that you do that makes you stand out? And Michelle, you're all about positioning. So what are some tips that you can give people? And I guess this applies on both sides, company and personal brands. What are your tips for positioning? What helps people get more out of that? Well, first of all, I think in the light of LinkedIn for the profile and the company, they need to be aligned, but we need to add a quick first impression, know what you do. No one is going to dig and scan and see what you do. You need to be across the board positioned in your headline. That's where most people go first, but let the rest of that support the positioning and the messaging. So those two will go hand in hand. The positioning needs to be set and then the messaging needs to support it. Now, some people in their minds, they think they're positioned one way, but the messaging, even the branding as far as the color doesn't support it. So alignment is very key on that. 
And I do see, and maybe you do too, Michelle, I'll see someone in their profile and then I'll go to their company page and those don't add up at all. Do you see that often in your side? Look, I would have been guilty of that when I first set out because I treated them so separately and bits grew at different times. There were things that I was focusing on personally, so they got my attention. And I feel like it's that whole spinning plates when you first create a business. It's like, don't let this plate drop. Oh, hang on a minute. I'll go over and keep making sure that this plate over here keeps spinning. And so I would go back to my company page and quickly update that. And then time would fly. And then I'd do something on my profile. And so they were always out of step. It's not so bad anymore, but I know the feeling of trying to keep up with these things. And I think it's just because we take our own skills and success for granted. We all find it hard to talk about ourselves. We don't want to brag. We have a saying here in Australia, we actually call it tall poppy syndrome. So we don't want to stick our heads out and have someone else come and cut us off at the knees. So we have made as a culture here so that we all are about even. No one puts their head up and stands out. So it can be quite hard for lots of different cultures have their own little ways of doing different things. But for us, it's always just don't go out of line. And so for me, it's undoing some of that cultural stuff and being proud of what I've done. And you absolutely call me on it all the time. This is why I love having you as my power partner, because you just laugh. You're like, Michelle, why don't you even mention you're an author? Up until recently, in my profile, no one would have had a clue. And I've just spent the best part of two years writing these books with people. And I don't even tell people. It's so easy to just get stuck in our own heads and forget that we're doing this for other people. So I have lots of examples where I could laugh at this, but that's one of my favorites that you picked me up on. Oh, yeah. I'm always looking for the clues, but you have since added two-time authors. So I'm really proud of you. So now that you've given us the things to look out for and then a company page side for house cleaning for in the year, let's move on to what I call the content side, because that's going to be anything from the content you put out there, all the ways, right? It can be any event. It can be an audio, a newsletter, a LinkedIn Live. There's so many things that we're creating content. And one of the things I want to just put this out there as a reminder, if you have never heard of this or haven't done this in a while, I want everyone to know that you can download your data for free from LinkedIn. So that means every comment, every post, everything you've ever made, LinkedIn will give this to you. It's your data. So you can just go in your settings and request it. We'll put a link in the show notes. That is something so smart to do for the end of the year. You can download it and get it in a CSV file. That is so important, especially if something ever happens, you get locked out you have your data because that content especially is going to be able to be used other places as well. I'll bring it to you, Michelle, to put your areas in for creator content side for housekeeping. For me, it's some of my templates. Again, I've grown and evolved and I've updated things as they've come to mind. And sometimes my different styles of some of my templates that I like to set up because when it comes to creating content, I like to find the ways that minimize the amount of time that I take so I can put out more content. The way that I do that is having templates and, you know, whether that's in Canva or I use another program called Content Drips for my carousels. Over time, I tended to use different styles and different formats. And I'm not sure that I've done a good job of making sure that everything's updated. So I realized I had some scheduled posts on a scheduling tool that I used to use. 
it had my old logo on it because I'd set it for so far in advance and I'd forgot to go back and look because it's something that happens once a month. It reminds people to use their company page credits. And I was like, that's my old template, you know? And again, so there's all these moving pieces when it comes to branding and keeping it in alignment can be a job in itself. But ultimately, there's so much benefit to people at a glance being able to recognize that it's me or my business brand. So lots of little things, even off the platform, I realized the other day, I've created like this great Spotify playlist, which is all my expert guest appearances on other people's podcasts. And it's something that I use quite frequently. It links back to my website. And I went in there the other day and even the thumbnail for that was like old branding. And again, it's not something I go looking for all the time. But when I focused on this area, I was surprised at just how many pieces I hadn't updated. That's so true, Michelle. And I'm actually writing all the places right now just to remind everyone. So when you have Canva templates like we do, they should all be aligned. And if you haven't updated them, think about this. If you're a live streamer in Restream or StreamYard, are those updated? Are your event graphics updated? Your audio graphics? Those are all places that you make graphics to put out there for your content, for your newsletter, like Michelle said. In our case, our community. And even the graphics you use in the community of posts. So all the little places and also your post graphics, video graphics, it goes on and on and on. So you want to take stock of that at the end of the year and say, does this still serve me? Does this speak to the audience? Of course, we want to make sure your brandy is in check. But as Michelle is changing and pivoting to a different audience, that's be a little bit different. So these are all things to look at as part of your overall branding and the content side. And most importantly, please download your data. I cannot tell you how important it is. And I've done it several times this year. Have you done it, Michelle? Let me ask you, put you on the spot. I have recently. So I can put my hands up and say, yes, I've done that one. Only because I've noticed a few people, people who are friends of mine at the moment have been into LinkedIn jail. People that I trust, people that I know aren't using automation, that don't deliberately do anything to try and get around LinkedIn rules. And they've ended up in LinkedIn jail. And I just keep thinking, if LinkedIn is my main platform, that's where my business all comes from, essentially, then if I was to lose it tomorrow, I'd be in a world of pain. So making sure that I do it for that reason, also being able to go back and refer to it, like you said, it's great for content. There's one other thing that you just made me think of when it came to my graphics and some of my settings. So you know that recently I'm trying to simplify my whole social media content strategy. And one of those ways is actually not being on Twitter anymore. It's one of those things that I've just remembered in my newsletter. I have a graphic that links to some quick links and it has my Twitter logo and connection to the handle. And as I'm talking out loud right now, I realize my email signature in my email provider also has that Twitter logo and a connection. I've also recently updated where my podcast is hosted and I've got a brand new shiny, amazing podcast page for my podcast and I still link to my old page. So I'm not getting the benefits in my email signature. So even as we're just talking, it's amazing when you put focus onto a particular area when it comes to branding all the other ways that keep popping up in my mind. So I'm going to run away and write a list. But I think other people will be surprised at just how many places 
that little things all add up when it comes to branding and having that one aligned impression. Michelle, I know you speak volumes about how important that is about creating the best impression, the lasting impression, and that consistency, I think, is most important. Oh, yeah. And so as we wrap this out, step number four is miscellaneous. Now, that can be a lot of different areas, but one thing that I'd really recommend is people go look in their settings. Sometimes we just mess around in things and our settings get off. You might just realize, hey, I don't want to have all these notifications on, or I do, or I've turned off newsletters and I want events. Just go and see what you have set up and turned off because that's going to really impact things. One of the things Michelle and I see all the time, if you're on a LinkedIn Live, and you don't have your settings that it says that I think you're just a LinkedIn user. So make sure you have your third party settings on. So that's just a really good health check for data, for safety. Check that out. As we get to the end of the year, new features are rolled out. Go and check if you have scheduling, if you have video caption option. What other little things am I thinking about, Michelle, off the top of my head that I'm rolling out in these last few weeks of the year? Yeah, we're using clickable links. We're using the new templates that LinkedIn are giving us for the carousels. There's all kinds of things popping up right now that can be distracting. They can take us away. And like you said, in the settings, especially, there are times when I turn off all of my settings because I'm doing training and I don't want things to pop up while I'm doing my training. And then I think I've turned the ones back on that I needed and then I haven't. I love that you raised newsletters because I think when we got flooded with all the newsletters, when creator mode got turned on all of the newsletters availability, then what happened was we all went, we don't want any more newsletters. And I think it's a crying shame because the newsletters that I get are so high quality and I learn so much that I think people should go back and have another look at that. So for the miscellaneous, like I said, I've found with some of my clients that I work with, also just going into contact details, are you still using an old Gmail account or a Hotmail or something like that instead of your work email address? Are you making it easy for people to find and connect with you? And there can be some little things like that, that you haven't gone back in and updated your website. So we've got an extra website that we can put onto our profiles. This is all kinds of different ways that we can do this. My actionable tip is actually to spend just half an hour and scan through your company page. And are you embarrassed by it? Or are you impressed by it? Because that's the lens that your clients and your potential audience are looking at it through. So if it makes you cringe, guess what? Makes them cringe. And in 2023, when the world gets more competitive and financial doom and gloom apparently is coming, you have to do all the little things better than your competitors. Go make me proud. Go make your company page. Give it a bit of love. And I can't wait to see. Let us know if you do that. Message me and say, Michelle, come and check it out. And I'm happy to set another set of eyes on your page and give you some feedback. So Michelle, I know you do similar things on the personal profile side. You do it for me all the time. What's your actionable tip this week? Well, I think I'm going to go with the credibility currency, as I call it. I know we all have something that we did. We're proud of this year that we can add to our LinkedIn profile. So I want you to go back and think, what have I not put out there? And that could even be a clickable link to your website, a graphic, a media, anything that can show you up and a little bit another piece of currency on your experience section. 
and also the project section where you add your honors, your awards, all those things. You can add something there that is going to even help your first impression. So make a list, add it. It takes a minute or two. And make sure also as another bonus that your features section is up to date and current and still has the things that you want to be known for or that you offer. I see some people don't even have this, you know, a lot of their featured sections are out of date. That's a very big showcase area for you. That is your area. So make sure that shows you in the best light. So those are my recommendations. And I think in just 25 minutes here, Michelle, we did a really good spiffing of what the LinkedIn house should be for this year and the year ahead. So I'm pretty excited. I have to go clean house myself. Yeah, I think we've both got to go and do that. And I love that we take our own medicine. It is a benefit of buying the LinkedIn branding book that you get the branding book companion guide, which steps you through all of these kind of things. And for myself, I can't recommend it highly enough, even though, yes, I'm the co-author, but it's because I've been working through it myself. And so I recommend it to other people. If you haven't bought your copy of the book yet, jump out there and do that. We'll put the links in the show notes. For those of you who are listeners who have also sent us photos of you holding the book and done posts on LinkedIn, I can't say how much we love that. You're now on the global wall of good, which is Michelle's baby that she's been building. So go and check out who else is readers of the book and see all the big smiles of people that are just getting so much value out of it. Yeah, if you haven't sent in your picture, we are so looking forward to it. So put it up on LinkedIn, tag Michelle and I, and I will get it on the global good wall. So head to Michelle Squared. Check everything out there and you will soon be on the global good walls. With that being said, Michelle, we're going to be back next week. But until then, as I always say, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow and people to impact. We'll catch you next time. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in today. You know, more women like you need to be out there on LinkedIn building their personal and company brands. We would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can connect with more women and reach more people. That's it for this week. So until next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.